I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 118, on the bottom of page 487. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now confess that he is gracious, and that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now confess that his mercy endureth forever. Yea, let them now that fear the Lord confess that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in trouble, and the Lord heard me at large. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man doeth unto me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon mine enemies. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in princes. All nations compass me round about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They kept me in on every side, they kept me in, I say, on every side. But in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They came about me like bees, and are extinct even as the fire among the thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou hast thus sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord was my help. The Lord is my strength and my song, and is become my salvation. The voice of joy and health is in the dwellings of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord bringeth mighty things to pass. The right hand of the Lord hath the preeminence. The right hand of the Lord bringeth mighty things to pass. I shall not die but live, and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened and corrected me, but he hath not given me over unto death. Open me the gates of righteousness, that I may go into them and give thanks unto the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, the righteous shall enter into it. I will thank thee, for thou hast heard me, and art become my salvation. The same stone which the builders refused, 
is become the headstone in the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Help me now, O Lord. O Lord, send us now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have wished you good luck, we that are of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord who hath showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, yea, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will thank thee. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We begin at the 17th chapter of Jeremiah. The sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron. With a point of a diamond it is engraved on the tablet of their heart and on the horns of your altars. While their children remember their altars and their wooden images by the green trees on the high hills, O my mountain in the field, I will give as plunder your wealth, all your treasures, and your high places of sin within all your borders. And you even yourself shall let go of your heritage which I gave you. And I will cause you to serve your enemies in the land which you do not know. For you have kindled a fire in my anger which shall burn forever. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. As a partridge that broods but does not hatch, so is he who gets riches, but not by right. It will leave him in the midst of his days, and at his end he will be a fool. A glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you shall be ashamed. Those who depart from me shall be written in the earth, because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Indeed, they say to me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. As for me, I have not hurried away from being a shepherd who follows you, nor have I desired the woeful day. You know what came out of my lips. It was right there before you. Do not be a terror to me. You are my hope in the day of doom. Let them be ashamed to persecute me, but do not let me be put to shame. Let them be dismayed, but do not let me be dismayed. Bring on them the day of doom and destroy them with double destruction. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, 
and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we begin at the 24th verse of the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. But in those days after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars of heaven will fall and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send his angels and gather together his elect from the four winds, from the farthest part of earth to the farthest part of heaven. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But on that day and hour, no one knows, <clears throat> not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Take heed, watch, and pray, for you do not know when the time is. It is like a man going to a far country, who left his house and gave authority to his servants, and to each his work, and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch, therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, or at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now let us vow thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished, by the comfort of thy grace we mercifully be relieved, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, 
does forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and indulging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, for whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. By thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. We have a, largely a continuation of what we've been reading the past few days. And as Father Hayden discussed, this connection between what Jeremiah is talking about, how he's offering up this prediction of this judgment being visited upon Israel by being taken away in captivity. And then we also have Jesus talking about he's foretelling the destruction of the of Jerusalem and the temple. And it's interesting that, you know, at the time that this happened in, in 70 AD, the Christians had largely fled from the region. They had heeded the warnings of Jesus and all the signs and portents. And there was definitely all these signs in the heavens even telling people of this destruction. The the Jewish historian Josephus talks about that there was a a year before the 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 rebellion that went ended up with the destruction of Jerusalem that there there was a star in the sky that looked like a, a flaming sword and a comet that lasted an entire year and that the people during I think it was during um, Passover they a they took a bull in to be um, for the sacrifice, and it gave birth to a lamb. And then the the doors, these giant brass doors of the temple, that took you know twenty guys each to be able to move, moved opened on its own, and they couldn't get them closed until they got a bunch of people to close it. And then people reported seeing a uh, an army in the skies an army of light galloping around the city. And then there was a light that lasted for a half hour that shone on the altar at one point. And so some people saw these signs as good for Jerusalem, that they were going to be able to overthrow the Romans. But anyone who had even a, a, an inkling of an understanding saw these as, as not as good signs because you had people, the, the people of Israel were murdering each other in the temple over their different factions. And in fact, you had this, this guy who, at, the, I, at I think it was four years before the destruction or the, the rebellion, started saying, woe to Jerusalem, woe to Jerusalem, and wouldn't stop saying that. That's, that's all he would say. And the people would start beating him 
and he would never say anything against them. And he just said that, woe to Jerusalem, woe to Jerusalem. And then the 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 destruction, during the, the destruction, he finally says, woe to Jerusalem, woe to me. And then a big boulder comes and kills him. And so you had all these signs going on at the time. And the Christians understood these signs and got out. And so I think that's important for us to to remember, you know, when we have all these these indications in the world how bad things are. And we know from from history that you know, empires fall. Rome fell. All these empires will fall, and what does that mean? And does that mean the Jesus is coming throughout history, you know, in the 400 AD, people in Rome thought this was the end of the world because all these signs were occurring. But that's not what, that's not how Jesus talks to us. He makes it very clear what we are supposed to understand and what we're not supposed to understand. And the point of giving us these indications, just as it was important back in Jeremiah's day, is to Focus on what's important. It's not for us to discern what's going to happen or to be able to say, aha, these signs are here, so let's, the world is going to end, or let's stock up on uh, water and diapers and into our bunker. It's to always turn to Jesus and to prayer. That's the thing that we can do, and it's the most important thing that we can ever do. God will never abandon anyone who comes to him in prayer. And so that's always the important thing. And that's, for me, that's what it means to watch and be prepared, is to pray and to focus on Jesus and God at all times. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we'll take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intentions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. For the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts 